the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. During the summers while I was in college, I worked as a lifeguard and a swim instructor at Maxwell and Gunter Air Force Bases. On Friday nights, uh, the other teenagers and I would often go country line dancing at a venue called Heartland outside of Montgomery in a tiny town called Slapout. Um, Heartland was in an empty grocery store. So it was this huge space that they did not pay to air condition. So they had big industrial fans going and really, this was a really classy place. Um, there was some underage imbibing of alcohol. I'm sure that happened there. You've got to bring in your own cooler. Um, as country and Western tunes played, we would watch couples two-step around the floor, and sometimes we got brave enough to try it. We hopped up to do what my husband Sam calls motor skills dancing. When we heard songs like Cotton Eye Joe or any Alan Jackson song, um, and I began setting my radio station to the local country station as my peers were listening to country music too. And one day I heard a song that hit me deeply. And here are the words to the refrain. How can I help you say goodbye? It's okay to hurt and it's okay to cry. Come, let me hold you and I will try. How can I help you to say goodbye? Now this, like saying goodbye is my least favorite thing to do ever. So when I heard this song, I'm crying and I didn't have like a, a deep loss to resonate with it and yet it was such a poignant, poignant song and it's sung by Patti Loveless who recorded this in the early 90s. Um, she sings of leaving a dearest childhood friend because of family move. She talks about in the song looking out the back window as her friend gets smaller and smaller in the distance. She sings of a marriage crumbling. With trembling hands and bags packed, they part ways. She sings of her mom's terminal illness. And in these verses, Patty Loveless calls out to her mother for help. She says, couldn't things please stay the same? Did the move have to happen? Did the divorce have to happen? Did dying have to happen? And her mother's very wise response is, time will ease your pain. Life's about changing, nothing ever stays the same. And then she hugs her daughter to help her say goodbye. And sometimes that closeness, that gift of physical proximity is the best we can muster in supporting people in their times of disappointment and heartbreak. Change is not easy. Letting go of what we are used to doing is most often met with resistance, with denial, confusion, anger. 
And Jesus tells his disciples that he is going away. He is ultimately going to die. And he tells them gently in his long goodbye. He says in John chapter 13, where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow afterward. And again, Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go ahead to prepare a place for you? In the gospel message, Jesus is imparting assurance of continued relationship. Continued relationship based in God's love through the Messiah's physical presence at the time, knowing that the physical departure is imminent. And Jesus, preparing his friends, wants them to know that his leaving doesn't mean that the good work begun through healing and feeding and teaching and preaching and praying will end. The disciples are to keep loving God and one another. Those are the commandments Jesus is talking about. Keep loving one another, practicing the actions their teacher has demonstrated, not just on a one-in-one -one interpersonal relationship, but to build community bigger and broader and more loving. In fact, Jesus makes a promise to his friends to prepare them. He says, I will pray to God the Father, and God will send you another helper, another advocate, the paraclete, the Holy Spirit. And this divine gift that is promised will remain as a proximate, as a near, as a close source of guidance forever. A reminder of the continued relationship, the continued presence that undergirds human love and interactions. For the Holy Spirit helps mediate to smooth out the relationships between people and God. Jesus explains that holy paraclete, that ineffable counselor, in more details in a few verses that follow what we hear in the gospel that John just read. Jesus says, I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. That Holy Spirit will teach you everything and remind you all that I have said to you. In essence, the Holy Spirit serves as a long-term substitute teacher for Jesus, right? Jesus had to go away. The Holy Spirit was sent as the substitute, sent by God and well-versed in God's abiding and faithful love. As such, the Holy Spirit is a great source of consolation and hope, a font of reassurance and courage. That is the promise that Christ issues in his long farewell 
as he prepares the disciples for saying goodbye. He continues those words of comfort. Peace I leave with you. My own peace I give to you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. We read these words from John chapter 14 today, though we are in the Easter season. We hear about Jesus' goodbye, and yet we are celebrating the resurrection of Jesus, who died on the cross and God raised him from the dead. So why do we read this today? Because we are resurrection people, and we remember Jesus' teaching about the Holy Spirit, who is to come for we will celebrate the great rush of fiery winds that came down from heaven on Pentecost. We'll celebrate that in two weeks. We hear this story today because we need to be reminded that Jesus was and is a prophet. He prophesied that God would send the Holy Spirit to earth as a gift. And so we sit with this text as a reminder of the context of why the Holy Spirit was needed then and why we still need the encouragement of the advocate, the guidance of the counselor, and the dynamic presence of God to steady us. Our relationship with God is one grounded in agape. Agape is boundless, sacrificial love that unites and heals. Boundless, sacrificial love that unites and heals. It is a love that will not abandon us in crisis, and it will celebrate with us in joy. It is a love that compels us to praise God in our hearts, in song, in worship. It compels us to invite others to come into this space to feel comfort and peace and healing. This agape love fuels us so that we celebrate landmarks like the upcoming 50th anniversary of St. Stephen's. And it is this love that compels us to share in outreach events like yesterday in the parish hall where we packed 50,000, 50,000 meals for families in need, people of all ages, friends from around. So yes, the goodbyes and changes do happen. Are they painful? Sometimes. And yet the Holy Spirit holds us closely and keeps us across creation, across time, woven together in God's love, no matter what. Amen. Amen.